Today's episode is brought to you from The Russell, a historic East Nashville church transformed into a one-of-a-kind boutique hotel. The Russell's mission is to give back to the Nashville community through their Rooms for Rooms program by donating a portion of your stay to local organizations who provide a safe haven for those in need in the Nashville community. I mean, seriously, what more can you want? This hotel is beautiful and they give back. Come on. Visit the Russell Nashville to book your experience today. That's R-U-S-S-E-L-L Nashville.com to book your experience today. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of This Hits Different, hosted by yours truly, Riley Nelson. You guys, summer is finally here, and it's actually starting to feel like it, and it has been so nice. Um, it's kind of hard to tell right now because I'm pretty covered, but I'm starting to get my tan, um, and I am really excited for the summer. I'm excited to lay out. I don't have any trips planned. However, I really need to plan something because I need something to look forward to. You know what I mean? Like, I just need something to keep me going. I need a vacation. Um, but anyways... Allergies are kicking my ass right now. I swear every episode I complain about it, but today is just brutal. I swear I'm going to overdose on allergy meds. And I don't know if you can do that, but if you can, I probably will. And uh, that's just my life. I don't know. If you're an allergy doctor, please reach out and help me. I tried allergy shots. I tried everything. It's not working. And so that's why I'm a little stuffy today, if you hear that, if, you, if that's coming through. Um, but yeah, so I did something that was extremely out of my comfort zone and I give this advice to women and men all the time. And I hear all these other podcasts give this advice and I realized that I had never taken my own advice and I needed to hold myself accountable. So I've been really struggling lately. Um, I've been very lonely um, I don't want to say that it's like dating, but that's the one thing that I've really been struggling with. I've never been in a real committed relationship. I've never had anybody say that they want me and like genuinely pursue me. I've never had a guy per like actually pursue me and like really make me feel wanted. I've always kind of been the pursuer. We know red flag, but like I can't help it. I love it. Um, but yeah, so I've been feeling really down about it lately. Um, and all my roommates that are in town right now are in happy relationships. And it's just hard sometimes to not compare yourself to others. So I decided that I was going to put myself out there. Um, I have since gotten off Bumble since the last episode. <laughs> Because I'm kind of over it already, again. Um, I realized it's nothing's changed. It's not better. So I got back off of it. So that really didn't last that long. Um, but yeah, so I got off Bumble. And I realized that I needed a way to meet guys. Um, last night, uh, my best friend was working. Uh, my other friends are out of town and some of my couple friends were going on a double date. And so I had two options. I could stay in and mope around and feel lonely as shit and be upset about it. Or I could take my own advice. And the advice I always give people is go to hotel bars. Um, and it's a great way to meet people because especially during happy hour, because Think about the kind of men that you're meeting at clubs and bars. Those are losers. They're not like the happy, healthy men that you want to meet. The good men are at the hotel bars or at local bars during happy hour because they just got off work. They're successful. You know, I always tell people to go to bars and like meet guys there. And I was so scared of going alone to a bar. I've never done that before. I've gone to restaurants by myself, but... I feel like a restaurant is different than like going to a bar. So instead of moping around the house, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get cute. I'm going to get dressed up and I'm going to go and sit at the bar 
and enjoy a drink, enjoy the sunset, enjoy the view of Nashville. So I go to the rooftop of the W and I am sitting there and I'm just kind of people watching, which was so incredibly fun. And as I'm on my way up, I'm like super nervous and I'm like anxious about being there by myself. And these sweet ladies on the elevator look at me (laughs) and they go, are you a real person? And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, you are so stunning. Like you literally look photoshopped and like your hair is gorgeous and you smell amazing and you look fucking good. And I was like, thank you. Like these ladies have no idea how bad I needed that in that moment because I was so anxious and insecure about the fact that I was going to a bar by myself and it's not really that big of a deal. But for some reason in my head, I'm like, completely freaked out by it so um that was a confidence boost I needed so I go in I get a drink I can already tell like I don't know it's just like some like as a woman you kind of like walk around and like you can feel when people are looking you know when guys are checking you out like that was the kind of vibe I was getting but you know we're not gonna be conceited here so I go to the bar I get a drink and I kind of do a lap around the place just to like get a good look at the guys, see if there's anyone I'm interested in. Um, So I do a little lap and then I go sit uh, at a table that overlooks the skyline of Nashville and it's just so beautiful. I'm watching all these people. You can tell that there is a, like, everyone's just vibing. There's, you can tell when people are on dates, you can tell who is there for a party. Like, it was just really funny, like, just people watching for a bit. And um, I don't know if it's just like an energy or a frequency that you put out when you're doing good and you're happy and you're healthy, but I got a text from a guy I was not expecting to get a text from. As I'm sitting there trying to do my own thing, trying to live my Carrie Bradshaw moment, my sex in the city moment, being the mysterious girl at a bar with a martini, and I get a text from, I don't think we had a nickname for this guy we'll call him z i get a text from z and he basically texts me this oh hang on let me go back a little bit z is the guy that i had had a little fling with for some backstory if you listen to this podcast um back in february i had a little fling with a guy and um then we were supposed to get a go on a date and then he stood me up And that was kind of the end of that. Um, He did apologize and like we kind of had a little bit of contact back and forth, but then it kind of died out. Um, And I will say I need to take accountability. I have texted him a few times to see if he wants to come over, which is not the healthiest of me. But, you know, sometimes a girl's got to eat. Gotta, I want to have fun, too, sometimes. So um, I have texted him a few times, but we hadn't talked in, like, a good while. So when he texted me, I was kind of surprised because I was like, what, what does he want? So he texted me, um, and he's like, what are you up to tonight? And I was like, why are you reaching out to me? You made it pretty clear that you didn't want anything to do with me. And he was like, well, I miss you. And I was like, no, you don't. I was like, I think you're lonely and you're looking for attention, but I don't think that you miss me. I think you're just using me right now. And he's like, no, like, seriously, I, I miss you. Like I want more with you. And I responded back to him and I told him how I felt. I said, you know, here's the thing. I kind of had feelings for you after our night together. And I was excited about the possibility of, potentially dating you and going on dates with you and I kind of got feelings and I romanticized it in my head and that's on me but when you stood me up it really upset me it really made me feel less than and I did not appreciate that so don't play with me right now if you don't mean it don't say it and he's like but I want more with you and I'm like I don't think he does I think he's just bored and lonely and I think that I don't know. But I did tell him, I was like, well, I'm at the W if you want to come join me. And he was like, I'm in Atlanta. And I was like, well, then why did you text me? Like, I thought he was just like texting me like hook up, but he says he wants more. But like, he doesn't really seem to. And then I like sent out that paragraph to him and I told him how I felt. And he didn't, he said, I want more with you. 
And then I said, don't say that if you don't mean it. And he never texted me again since last night. So who knows? I, it sucks because like, I really would pursue something with this guy because I am just so attracted to him. <laughs> That's so bad. But I am so attracted to this man. And I would pursue something. But I can't. Because I don't think he's serious. You know? So that's kind of a bummer. But anyways, it was just a night of good things. So those ladies complimented me. Um, I had fun people watching. And this guy reached out that I was not expecting to. So one last thing happened. I vlogged the whole experience. And if you want to watch the video, it is on my TikTok. I was vlogging the entire night, um, kind of explaining what I was doing. And I knew I wanted to make a TikTok out of it. So um, I was giving advice. And then I was talking about like my experience doing it and being at a hotel bar by myself with the goal of meeting men. So I'm making the video in the bathroom. And the girl comes up to me and she goes, oh my God, are you vlogging right now? And I was like, oh yeah, like I have a podcast and um, I'm trying to build my following on TikTok. And like, I just thought this would be like a fun content thing. And she was like, oh my God, I love that idea. Um, she's like, I do that all the time. I love going bar to bars by myself. Like come, come sit with me and my friend. She's an influencer. I think that you should talk to her. And I was like, oh my God, I would absolutely love that. So I go and I sit with her and her friend at the bar and we start chatting and we're talking about dating. We're talking about all this stuff. I'm telling them why I'm doing this. I'm telling them about the podcast, vice versa. We're like comparing funny dating stories. And it was just such a sweet and tender moment. Um, and we get to talking and we realized that all of us are going to be working together starting in August. Like, what are the odds of that? Um, it's crazy, but I did just get a new job, which maybe I should have led with that. I don't know. There's so much going on right now, but I just got a new job and it's the one I've been wanting and I'm really excited and I'm really hopeful and I like think it's going to be such a great time. I signed all the contracts, so I think I am for sure locked in, but if for some reason, you know, they pull back, that would suck, but I think I'm for sure locked in. Contracts are signed. Um, I accepted my offer and I'm really excited to get started with this company and grow within it. And the girls that I work with both work there. Like, what are the odds of that? Well, actually, one of them doesn't work there anymore. She started and she started in the, in the position that I'm in. And she worked her way up to a different company selling skincare to medical spas. But the other girl I was talking with, she works for marketing for the company I'm going to start working with. So her and I are going to work together. Like, it's so crazy. Like, it's such a weird full circle moment of like, everything happens for a reason because I pushed myself to go out. I would have never gone out by myself. And I just feel like people really pick up on that. I don't know if that's like the right way of saying it. Like, I just feel like people know when you're in alignment and like when you're supposed to be somewhere. And even though I went out with a goal of meeting a guy, like I made two new friends and I met my future coworkers and who knows, this could be the start of a great friendship. I don't know yet, but it's so fun that like, what are the odds of that? It's such a small world. And like, what are the odds that this random girl I met in the bathroom works at the company or works for the company that I'm going to work for and introduced me to her friend who still works at that company? Like, it's such a small world. I think that's so cool. So I honestly can't recommend putting yourself out there enough. Go out by yourself. Go do things. And I'm just really excited. Um... I'm still lonely, don't get me wrong. I've really been struggling with loneliness lately just because everyone around me is in a relationship and I kind of feel not necessarily left out, but I want my person. I want that person that gives me comfort. I want to have someone to spend Sundays with. I want to, you know, have sleepovers and cuddle and I want to be, I want to, like, I'm craving, like, intimacy, like, not sex, but intimacy with someone and like a deeper understanding. And I don't know. I just, I've been kind of struggling with that lately. 
and I'm working on it. But yeah, that's really all I have to say. I had a great time. I had a great experience this weekend. Um, Obviously, be safe whenever you go out. Keep your eyes on your drinks, especially if you go out by yourself. Don't get belligerent. Um, You know, obviously, be cautious, be safe. But, like, it's a great way to meet new people and really force yourself to have new experiences. And I'm really proud of myself for doing that. And I'm excited to see what the future holds. I'm really excited to start this job. Um, I'll tell you all more about it as things happen and as it progresses but I won't start the job until August so I do have a little bit of time um so I'm thinking in between the place I'm at now which my last day is June 30th and between August maybe sometime in July like I'll go home for a week or two and then I'll come back and I'll start training and then we'll have the soft opening and the hard opening of the place that I am working at And I'm so excited. I get to be a part of the opening team and I get to build a new community and I get to be a part of creating a new work environment and hopefully creating a healthy work environment. And I'm really excited. I'm I'm just excited for what life has. It's been kind of hard, though, because there's just a lot of change. And I know change is always happening and we're always changing and evolving, but I've just been kind of struggling with it lately and I want to be open. I want to be vulnerable. It's not always easy. And I have this podcast where I share my stories and I share my experiences. And I feel like I'd be doing y'all a disservice if I only told y'all the good because what you see on social media is not always true. And I try to keep my social media as genuine to me as possible. Like if I'm feeling down, I'm going to open up and I'm going to share that experience. You know, I'm not going to just pretend like my life is perfect because it's certainly not. Um, Though I do live a great life and I'm happy with my life, but it just sometimes feels like there's one thing missing and it's intimacy, it's companionship, it's, having a partner, someone to do life with, someone to share experiences with, and like a built-in best friend, you know? And um, sometimes men are the worst. And I'm hoping that I can find a good one. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, Obviously, I'm still dating. I'm still putting myself out there. But yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. I really just like went in on that. Awesome. Well, let me go ahead and move along. So before we get into the interview today with Emily Brooke, um, little housekeeping things. Um, You can follow This Hits Different on Instagram at This Hits Different Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Riley Nelson 18. You can find me on TikTok at Riley Nelson 13. Um, What else? Go on the website, um, submit your things, submit your stories, tell me who you want me to have on the podcast. If you're here because you are a fan of Emily Brooke, hi, my name is Riley Nelson. I host this podcast about music where every week I bring on your favorite up and coming artists and we talk about the stories behind their songs and I get all the tea. We love to talk about dating as well. And um, if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, uh, follow along on the journey. Every intro, I share a little bit about my life and then we get into the interview with the artists and it's a lot of fun. And uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. So without further ado, let's get into the interview with Emily Brooke. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, it is the moment that we have been waiting for. I am joined here today with Emily Brooke. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to This Hits Different. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. So um, we are here today to talk about your latest release, Think You're Jolene. Yeah. And before we get into all of that, um, I just kind of want to deep dive into like your life before Nashville and the glitz and glam of it all. So tell me a little bit about what growing up was like for you and how you got into music. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in South Florida, like West Palm Beach, Wellington area. And so there's not a huge like music scene down there. Um, but it's definitely I feel like grown a lot. I kind of got into doing music because I was doing cheer at the time and like Taylor Uh, Swift. Wait, did you do competitive cheer? 
Yes. Oh my God. How many years did you do it for? I think I did it for like a year, but I'm so accident prone. Like <laughs> I twisted my ankle on the trampoline. I was like trying to do my back tuck on uh-huh. the little triangle, like uh-huh. spoosh, like yeah. poofy sponge thing yeah. that they put on the trampoline. And I went to go do it and I landed wrong and twisted my ankle. And then I think I just healed up. And then I was over at my friend's house and they also have a trampoline and we we're like, <laughs> You and trampolines. Oh yeah, I'm not allowed. Oh, you're like on double them. bouncing each yeah, other. Yeah, we were double bouncing yeah. each other, and I went to go land, and I like twisted my ankle. So I didn't do it for too long. Yeah, just too accident prone. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, no, it was so funny. I'm like, tell me all about you, and then I like completely interrupt you because you said cheer, and cheer. I was like, oh my god, I grew up doing competitive cheer. Um, I did it for like ten to thirteen years. Oh wow. Like competitively and school, so that's why I feel nice. like it kind of ranges. Yeah. Um, but I miss it every single day. And every now and then I'm just thinking, I'm like, should I go coach? Like, I just want to go tumble. I have a couple friends from like high school and friends of friends that coach now. I've like really thought about it. Okay. But anyways, we're not here to talk about cheer. (laughs) Keep going with your story. I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, you're fine. Um, But yeah, I was doing that. And then I wanted to start taking guitar lessons because Taylor Swift was like, you know, popping off doing the whole thing. And I thought it was really cool. Like, a girl like close to my age that played guitar like she was young in the grand scheme of like the industry and everything and so I was like I want to learn how to play guitar but my parents like we can't afford to do both so I was like well I twisted my ankle a couple times so let's maybe like (laughs) give my limbs a break so (laughs) uh, I started taking guitar lessons did that for about a year and then just started playing out shows in South Florida and then fast forward I did like my first album when I was 13 but I've been traveling back and forth to Nashville since I was like 10 11. Were you traveling doing music? Yeah. Oh that's really cool. So basically like my family like we would all drive up here like during CMA Fest and like do Mm -hmm. a little CMA Fest thing and just like meet people and so we had met like a couple friends that when I would come to town, they'd be like, come up, play a couple songs, like wherever they're playing. So it was really cool. Just like learning about the town, being so young. Yeah. Trying. I feel like most people don't get that opportunity. That's really cool to like get your name in there at such a young age and kind of build that up and build up your following and also build up um, just like your knowledge of the industry. Yeah, absolutely. And It was kind of like a learning curve because I did start so young, like then becoming an adult and living on my own, moving up here by myself, kind of learning all those things. My mom like did all of the technicality kind of stuff of like, you know, the PROs and the different publishing info and all this stuff where now I'm like, oh, my God, how do I submit a song? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so that was like a learning curve, but it was cool, like being able to get up here at such a young age and kind of go back and forth. And then when I was on Idol, when I was American Idol, when I was 15, that just like broadened it even more, like Mm -hmm. kind of opened some more doors for like writing and stuff like that. Yeah. Wait, I didn't know you were on American Idol. That's really cool. Thank you. So wait, I want to talk about that a little bit. Are you open to that? Yeah. Okay. Um, How did you get plugged in with that? So I, my, my mom grew up, not grew up but like as I was growing up my mom watched American Idol like religiously and then kind of slowed down watching it as much over the years and then um I remember I was like I was 15 and they were having their finale and I was in my room and my mom was like you want to come watch it and I was like no You're like mom I'm literally too cool yeah I was like no I'm gonna go to my room and just like hang out like watch tv by myself and so but I don't know my mom just like loved the show and like I definitely liked it as well but it wasn't like something I religiously watched because I was 14 15 so like I'm a spunky little sassy teenager where I'm like no mom I'm not doing that but you're like that's not cool mom yeah (laughs) and then now you're like old people show (laughs) yeah and now you're like I can't do anything without calling my mom first (laughs) (laughs) yeah right exactly and uh it was definitely a cool experience like I how I came to like auditioning was I just walked out of my bedroom and at the same exact time that I walked out, they announced that like Caleb was the winner, the like rock singer, like, I remember him. Yeah. Yeah. 
And um, they announced that he was the winner. And like, as I walked out of my bedroom, they're like, this could be you next year. Come audition. You could be our next American Idol. And I was like, is it a sign? Because I'm so like weird with like, I'm just like, I love the intuition things and like Same. the signs and yeah. the numbers, all the things. So I was like, it's a sign. So I talked to my parents and I was like, can I go audition? And they were like, yeah, I mean, we support you in whatever you want to do. Like, we just can't afford it, like to drive to Nashville right now, like to go do that. So at that time I was um, playing a lot of shows in South Florida. And so I was asking them, like, if I do enough shows and make enough money, like, I can pay the way. Can we go? And they're like, yeah, sure. So I did that when I was like 15. And that was kind of like a part of my story when I auditioned. But the first season that I was on, I did the cattle call thing where you like wait. And yeah. Did you get on from the cattle call? I did. That is so impressive because I feel like nobody actually gets on from the cattle calls. Oh, it was the that was the year I just I discovered I had such bad anxiety because (laughs) (laughs) you're like, oh, (laughs) oh, my God. The auditorium that you have to sit and wait in and it's horrible. It was so stressful. And I didn't even realize that that's what it was. I was like. I think I had food poisoning. Like yeah. I was in like the med office the whole day mm-hmm. until like our section of the auditorium was called, went down and like how it's kind of set up, which I think they briefly kind of show like on the show, but you're essentially in a group of three or four. Yeah. And then there's like seven tables set up at the bottom of the arena separated by like a single curtain, but it's only separating like the producers at mm-hmm. each table so you're all singing at the same time yeah in front so of actually, this producer my experience it's was crazy. a little different so I did um one of the cattle calls I think it was American Idol I don't know it was at <laughs> <laughs> I was in Houston it was at Minute Maid Park which if you know it's like a massive stadium oh wow so you waited outside all day and we were just in line for hours. And then oh. we get in and we're thinking, this is it. Like, we're in now. Yeah. No. No. Then they start organizing us into, like, the fans, like, where, like, the the seats are. So we're all getting seated in all these rows, just as far as the eye can see, essentially. And I'm like, I didn't even know this many people in Houston could sing. Like, this <laughs> is crazy. And then they finally bring you up. But when we went up, they had us in all of the suites, like, for the baseball things. Oh, so we all had our cool. own little rooms. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Yeah. But I then I choked because, I, like I said, anxiety. I, I choked on a song that I could sing front and back. I sang it pretty much every performance. It was Make You Feel My Love, the Adele version. Ooh. Love Bob Dylan, too. But I choked. And I just forgot the words. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, what my- is this? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> those things they get you so stressed and just whacked out of your mind well you're also waiting for hours yeah, building you up can't really warm up like there's just people everywhere it's just complete chaos oh my gosh it really is it drove me up a wall like i i literally went to go see my doctor because i was like why do i keep getting sick <laughs> And they're, they're like, like you anxiety. have anxiety. And I was like, <laughs> oh. You're like, makes sense. Never heard of her. <laughs> Gosh, they did like the first season that I was on a whole like segment because I was in tears because I thought I had food poisoning because I couldn't eat anything. Constantly was going to the bathroom thinking I was going to throw up. They kept like a trash can side stage. Like, so for my group round and everything, it was awful. And... I thought it was food poisoning. And so they like played off of that, like with the show, but it also ended up being anxiety. anxiety. So, okay. You said the first time. So the first time we did the show, how far did you get? Uh, So the first time I was 15, uh, top 48. Okay. That's impressive. And then second time, how many times did you get? How many times did you do it? Just the two times. Um, The second time they invited me back Mm -hmm. and then uh, I made top 24. That okay next time so also look cool. it up like i used to watch idol i'm like maybe you're like please don't like, it's like <laughs> almost a decade ago i'm like i you know just when you see videos of you when oh, you're younger and you're like yeah 
Yeah, my dad will send me um, every few years. He'll resend me a demo I did for a song that I wrote completely by myself. Oh, I love that. Called Stranded. And when I tell you, it's god awful. (laughs) And he sends it to people. And I'm like, hey, dad. He likes to humble you. Maybe let's not. (laughs) Because it sucks. And it's like, it's so bad. And then there's like this little girl that is one of his coworkers' daughters and he sent it to them and now it's her favorite song. And I'm like, this is so, no, it's not cute because I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Like she's going to show her friends and they're going to be like, or even just like a few years down the line, she's going to listen to it and be like, wait, this actually kind of (laughs) sucks. It's so bad. It's so embarrassing. And he is so proud of that demo. And I'm like, no, no. Give me all of your copies. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to burn it. it. Yeah. It's oh so bad. Gosh. I have a similar thing. If it makes you feel better, I have a song that I co-wrote with my producer when I was like 13 called Party in the Pool. Period. <laughs> Party in the and, Pool. It's giving uh, like sixth grade, like summer bash. Oh, yeah. It definitely does. You hear it. There's like birch chirping in the background. <laughs> it's like, but I have fans that'll ask me like, to play this song when I go like on lives and stuff. Oh my God, you like go to Whiskey Jam and they're like, play (laughs) Party in the Pool. (laughs) It absolutely kills me. It's so funny. It's the same thing though. Like I was like 13 and like making this song and you know, that was my age. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. party in the pool, party in the pool. Like that's (laughs) it. Yeah. Like you're like, no, it it did good for my age, you know? But as I have aged, I'm like, oh shit shoot yeah it's like so embarrassing and you're like fuck and then they just ask for it just to like mess with me now at this point like party in the pool i'm like yeah you're so funny oh my god is it still on spotify (laughs) yes is it on your account or did you change your artist name uh it's i think it's still on my account i'm gonna find it go listen to party in the pool (laughs) new summer anthem new summer (laughs) anthem okay so speaking of anthems let's get into thank you jolene Tell me so all about excited. this song. Um, it's your latest release yes. and it's very sassy. So tell us all about it. Um, so Think You're Jolene. I got this like idea of 21st century kind of Jolene vibes, probably around like Christmas. Yeah, like uh, Christmas, New Year's Eve time. And it had just been sitting in my notes because... I went through like a personal experience that inspired it. And I was like, I need to figure out who to write this with because, you know, like I had a couple of people in mind, but the timing like wasn't working out and it wasn't happening. And like I said, I'm a very big science person. I went into this write with Nick Columbia and Zachary Mano and Zachary ended up producing it. And um, that day, Nick was like, is there anything you've just been like absolutely dying to write, but like haven't yet? And I was like, actually, yes, actually, yes. And that seems like a sign to me. So let's do it. And we finished it that day. Like the vocal that's on the final that you hear is like the demo vocal from that day that we wrote it. Like we wrote it, I think February 8th or something like that. That's a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah. Literally released it like I think mid March or something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's it was a really quick. Turnaround. quick. It was really quick. Yeah. Well, I love it. It's like a Thank spin you. on like Dolly Parton's Jolene, obviously. Yes. And it's like Dolly Parton is like, please, please don't, don't take my man. man. And you're like, bitch, try. Yeah, exactly. You can't. You can't. It you sounds can't. like you're in a healthy relationship. I am. Thank the we Lord. love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. I love that. Like, it's, it's just kind of like you're like, I'm so secure. I'm so confident in myself. Like, bitch, try to take him. You can't. Yeah. Like it's exactly. so powerful. <laughs> oh gosh. It took me like a while to get like to this point mentally too, because, uh, growing up, like I just went through like a lot of crap with like my parents divorce mm-hmm. and, um, never talked about this publicly, but like my dad, like he made some choices and it definitely affected me and like my ability to like trust like men. Yeah. And so my boyfriend now is like my like only serious relationship I've ever had, the longest one I've had. And he, like I knew from the first time that we dated that he was like the one. And so 
he's helped me so much. Like yeah. just being able to like trust and be like, okay, like, yeah. Okay. Someone can like message you or hit on you or whatever. Like doesn't mean you're going to respond yeah. or yeah. like do anything she about it. Me. Exactly. Yeah. So, and with today's culture, I feel like it's like, such a thing like oh, I'm gonna live my best life and like mm -hmm. I can take your man if I want to yeah and so that's that definitely plays into it too but it's uh it's definitely a cool cool um thing seeing it come to life and I love the song and it feels super authentic to me as an artist and I've been really digging into that and so I'm I'm excited yeah yeah I'm happy um if you don't want to talk about this, you don't have to. But were you ever in therapy to work on that? Or did that just kind of come naturally while dating and you were able to, like, work on it yourself? So dating, which I'm such an open book, like, you can ask me anything. And I'll be like, yeah, this is what tampon I use. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, same. Um, me and my roommate were talking this morning and I was like, I... so. I'm probably going to regret this, but you know what? It's for the experiment. It's for the story. For the plot. It is for the plot. <laughs> I got back on Bumble. Ooh, <laughs> exciting. I have been so anti-dating apps on this podcast, but I was like, you know what? Like, we're just going to give it another go. I'm kind of bored with my life. I need to spice it up. This is bad. I need a little bit we of love content the for the open, like, because in the opening of the show, I usually will talk about what's going on in my life. Um, you know, funny dating stories, that kind of stuff. And... Um, I just, I'm out of stories completely. Fair enough. So I'm like, you know what? Like maybe let's just like fuck around on Bumble and <laughs> see what happens. Um, will it hurt my feelings? Probably. Will I hate it? Absolutely. Probably, yeah. Um, but you know, we're just going to fuck around and find out. And you should do Hinge as well. I heard that now <laughs> it has like audio record voicings and I'm like, okay, so I have to appeal it, but I got kicked <laughs> off of Hinge. And here's why. What did you do? I made a TikTok. <laughs> About Hinge or like a TikTok on for like so put it on. I, I, okay. So I'll show you. I'll, I'll explain. So I was watching TikTok scrolling and this girl was talking about how she put her Venmo in her bio on Tinder. And I was like, that is so genius. Brilliant. Like, why don't I do that? So I was like, Perfect. I screen recorded and I was like, so I made the TikTok and it's up on my page if you want to go check it out. Shameless plug, Riley Nelson 13. But if you go look, so I screen recorded her, her TikTok saying I put my Venmo. Yeah. And then I like leave the app, go to Hinge, put my Venmo and into my Hinge account and then stopped screen recording. And gotcha. I made that as the TikTok. And I was like, I'll let y'all know how it goes. Not even an hour later. I get back on Hinge to take it off and it's like, you've been banned. <laughs> it's like, you got reported and we decided to kick you off. If you want to oh, get back on, no. you have to appeal it. <laughs> and so I've tried like using a different email, but it's like, you need a different phone number and like, that's too much work. Yeah. So <laughs> I got banned from Hinge. Oh my gosh. What's their whole slogan? It's like, the app, app designed to, to be, be deleted. deleted. They yeah. help you with that, clearly. Yeah, I know. Clearly, they were like, bitch, you're done. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, it was kind of for a joke. But like, but then I'm like, should I appeal it? But like, what do I say? Like, hey, guys. So you made a little TikTok. It was a joke. You guys um, took things way too seriously. Absolutely. So I know we're trying to find love, but. I just wanted, it was it was for the, content. the content. It is. For the content. It's always for the content nowadays. Always. always. <laughs> But yeah, so um, I'm back on the dating apps and I don't even know where I was going with that. I just completely derailed, which I do oh, pretty I often. Oh, I do the same time. My boyfriend calls it me stopping off in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. Well, if you're you listening to this and it doesn't make sense because I didn't complete the whole thing. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I completely lost my train of thought. I don't know where I was going with that. I know we were talking about therapy. therapy. And then... <laughs> my my head balloon just flew away. Yeah. I don't know. It's fine. I forgot. It's fine. Uh, hopefully it's funny. Oh, it is. I got kicked off hinge. Oh, so. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I love the story times. Yeah. Oh, we got, because I was like, oh, I'll literally tell you my, what tampon I'm using. And you're like, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I'm on dating apps. <laughs> and then, yeah, that was a whole derail. Let me, let me bring him right back around. <laughs> so, like I was saying, I was saying to my roommate this morning that I wish I could be a mysterious girl 
Like, Same. I wish I was someone that people would look at and be like, what is she thinking? Who is she? I need to know more. And I am just not that person. I am so, I overshare Retweet. every aspect of my life. I have a Retweet. podcast where I just sit here and talk to myself. Should we be co-hosts? We should. <laughs> oh my God. So I want to launch another one soon that's like oh, dating fun. and like dating and relationships. Oh my God, this I one's love. music. And I actually used to have this one be music and dating. And I would like alternate the two topics every week. Yeah. But then I was like, that's a little complicated. Maybe I should just focus on music now. Then in a year do a dating one so if you want to hit me up about that i'm so down and i think it'd be like i think it'd be good too because like you're in a stable relationship and i'm not so we have like two differing opinions and i have crazy dating stories like before i was like got with my boyfriend my roommate would be like so what's going on like she like lives in or is from Alabama, so yeah. she would go back and forth, and she would come back from a weekend. And I'd be like, "Guess what the fuck happened?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I feel like your sh- life's like a TV show. Like, yeah, I, there's always something that yeah. You, I'm like, oh my, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so I'm here for it. Okay, well, from crazy to guys, <laughs> I might have just found a co-host for my next show. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. So, okay. I want to ask you one more thing before we get back onto your music, which we're here to talk about. But I just love talking <laughs> about dating so much. That know, anytime really it comes funny. up, I just deep dive into it. Yeah. Um, how did you and your boyfriend meet? So I actually was playing a show in South Florida. There's this restaurant called ER Bradley's, like right in West Palm Beach. And it is like a super cool, like half indoor, half outdoor, like bar, like in the piers like right there Mm -hmm. essentially so he's a server there and then I was there playing a show and I played there pretty frequently and so the first time I saw him I was like oh my god he's so hot he's so hot (laughs) oh my god I don't get nervous for shows anymore but I'm really nervous right now yeah and then all of a sudden I was like why am I like putting on a performance for him? Like, why am I singing this song to him? Like, like just making eye contact with him the whole time. You're like, please fucking look at me. <laughs> literally, literally. And um, the first time my my friend was there when I first saw him, and I was like, oh my god, did you see that guy? And she's like, I'm gonna go get him. And I was like, don't you dare. Like, be cool. I'm like, be cool because also, but at you're the like time, the musician like, on the stage. He's probably like holy shit, like, I have no shot. You know what I mean? I I do see that perspective, but I also was, like, I think when I first saw him, met him, I think I was 18. Oh, you were young. Yeah. And How old are you now? I'm 24. Oh, okay. Y'all been so, dating for a good while, right? Well, or- so we are coming up on our two years, like, officially, okay. but we met forever long ago. Got it, got it, and got it. And then we dated for, like, a couple months beginning of 2020 before I moved here and then I moved here and then over the summer of 20 so I moved here end of 2019 then summer 2020 we started like kind of talking again Mm. and the the whole like long distance thing but yeah I saw him at my show I thought he was super hot and I hit on him I made the first move what did you say did you walk up to him I'm so curious so (laughs) basically my friend told our server and the server went and grabbed him and he had just gotten out of like a really long-term serious relationship and I was younger he's See, I'm 24, he's 26, he'll be 27 in August. So he's a couple years older than Mm -hmm. me. He had already been to college and went to FSU. So like, you know, like experienced life. And here I'm like 18, like still living at home. I can't even drink. And legally. Legally, (laughs) of course. Legally. Big ID, baby. Yeah. Oh, my mom wouldn't let me get one of those. Oh, really? My mom was like, you're not going to college without one. That's amazing. (laughs) But my mom is also like very strict. But then like... Once I went to college, she was like, my job's done. I can be your friend now. And I'm like, okay. That's bomb. I'm like, oh, so you're cool now? You're cool now? (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, you're fucking lying. Show them how mean you are. (laughs) That's That's so funny. Gosh, she wouldn't. I just wanted it for like to be able to go into like shows in bars. Well, yeah. I mean, especially if you're like traveling to Nashville a lot, there's not much you can do. Mom, I just wanted to go to the show. Yeah. That's it. Maybe drink one beer. Oh, just, yeah. Just a few, five. Um, And then (laughs) uh, it was just like more so like an age gap. Like I was more immature. I hadn't, you know, lived on my own experience. Like, much of a being on my own sense because I experienced a lot of life being on idol and doing all of these things like doing music from such a young age but um 
there was that and so we just like kept in contact but i've known him like a really long time and oh well, that's yeah. sweet so two years end of may oh we love that yes we love a success story we do we do <laughs> we do all right back to the music <laughs> and back to the music and back to the music what we were here to talk about originally um and she said dating and i just completely derailed i love it um all right so with music um, what are some things that we can expect from you in the future? Do you have any fun, exciting things coming up that we can talk about? Yes. I currently have a song in queue. It's being like produced, mixed, mastered right now. I got a text Monday that I sh- should be getting it like in a couple days. And we today love. is Thurs- fr- Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Th- Thursday. So I haven't gotten it yet, but should be ready any day now. What's it um, called? Good idea. Okay. Or why? Why? I can't really decide. Oh, okay, we so haven't by the, the title yet. So by the time this okay. comes out, like, it could be one of the two. It could be or one it could be two. something else completely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like unicorn and dolphins. Yeah, <laughs> unicorns and dolphins. Oh, that's so exciting, though. Yeah. Um, do you have any like tour stuff? Are you playing CMA? What's going on with that performance-wise? So let's see. I am playing. Playing like a, a venue Saturday here in Nashville. It's like a hour set thing at this like Corks and Dorks oh, Nashville yeah. event. Mm-hmm. So I'll be playing that and then playing Grindhouse Nashville next Thursday, little writers round. And then CMA Fest. I don't have anything lined up right now, which I'm super emo about, but you, you never know. know. You never know. You One never day. Know. <laughs> One day. Yeah. Um, so with Thank you, Jolene. Have you put a music video out for that one yet? No. And I I want to. Uh-huh. I just didn't know how many people would actually want, like, a music video. Uh-huh. And then I was having a good bit of people being like, so are you putting out a video for They're this? Like, where is it? I know. So, so now, now you're like, like shit. I got to scrounge up the money somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So trying to... I guess I should like try to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Are you signed or are you independent right now? I'm independent. Okay. Yeah. We love that. We do. But also very stressful. It is very stressful. It's very yeah. expensive. Yeah. But shout out to TikTok, even though it's not doing its job right yeah. now. I don't know what's going on because I had a whole like, what what is it? Limbo stage. I feel like for like eight months mm-hmm. nothing was moving like that's 300 right now. views i'm stuck i'm views. stuck at like 250 300 i don't know what in the world is going on but i over the weekend like none of my videos are popping off per no, se not um at all. but i've gained over a thousand followers just over the weekend well that's nice. today so i'm like because i was stuck at like uh, i think 80 well it was 84.4 then I got like a little bump from posting think you're Jolene yeah um and then I was stuck at 89.4 for like the longest we time we love that my tiktok is just sudden. being such an asshole <sighs> I have I posted that. on tiktok well you know here's the thing I did take a little break because I was like fuck tiktok I'm same I'm pissed Drained. but for nine let's see June until March I posted at least one TikTok every single day. Never miss a day. At least bare minimum one. And that's like, usually I was doing like two to three. Every single day I did not miss one day. And I'm still not even at a thousand followers on TikTok. And I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I wasting my time on this fucking app? Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to start a new account and see what happens. I was going to recommend that. Yeah. I think what they do is when you first sign up and like create an account, like the first video that you post, they're they like, like push out. They're like, here you go. I know. Here's and I got to figure out something that's views. like, I know I got to like figure out something that's like engaging, but also like not too much of like an ad for the podcast. Yeah. I got to like find something, but I think I'm going to try to make another one and just see what happens. Cause it is so rude to me. I'm like, why am I giving you so much when you're not giving me anything in return? I used to have a social media manager and then it was more so because I am so bad about filming. Like I, mm-hmm. I think because it's one of those things where one, I'm a Scorpio and I'm like a very independent, like I'm not going to do something mm-hmm. that you tell me to do yeah. kind of thing yeah. if I have to do it. Yeah. So when it comes to TikTok and posting, I'm like, 
I absolutely dread filming because then it's like, oh, then I have to edit it and schedule it. And what's like a catchy caption and what's like all mm-hmm. the things to like grab people's attention, which I understand is a part of the business. And it is a great platform to have accessible like we do. But I think just because the way that the algorithm has changed mm-hmm. and the way that the platform has changed and how it feels so saturated, it has become so much more impossible to actually go viral. Yeah. So it was one of those things where you're like creating all these videos and you're like, I was going into it with just not a good mindset, just being like, well, maybe this one will go viral. I hope yeah. this one goes viral. And I talked about this on my Instagram story, like probably a month ago, but changing my mindset on it helped a lot being like, well, I hope I can learn something from this video. And like, okay, like, you know, the analytics yeah. that tells you when people swipe out, okay, what time was that when they swiped out? Yeah. Why did they lose interest at that point? Yeah. So that kind of helped being like, I've done all of that. I, learn from I have it, a million so spreadsheets annoying. where like it's saving my analytics, like watch the growth. And like the thing is, is like with my account, it's growing but at such a slow rate, which mm-hmm. is frustrating, but nobody's leaving. My following isn't going up and down. It's just consistently going up. Like That's I rarely good. lose yeah. followers. So it is building like a loyal following, but it's really frustrating that I've been doing it for as long as I have. And I am doing those things too, where I'm like, okay, people are losing interest at this. Why? How can I fix that? And then I do, and then it doesn't get pushed out. Or the worst yeah. is when I post clips from the podcast, they get like 20 views. And then I do like a random trend and it's oh, like 5,000. I'm like, that's just rude. Like, yeah. at least let me just put my podcast out there a little bit. Like, I'll do like funny clips from interviews yeah. and things like that. And it's like embarrassing. I tag the artist and then I'm like, oh my God, like that got like 15 views. Like why? <laughs> I'm like, that's so embarrassing. I gotta take it down. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I totally relate. I think the, the first video that I had pop off would pop off. So gross um, <laughs> to like, you know, catch attention was a stupid ass, like put a finger down challenge. Yes. It's always the ones that have nothing to do with anything. Yes. And you're um, like, I unintentionally made it controversial by like, because I got grossed out that someone has taken out their tampon in another place besides a bathroom or like, yeah, that's quite controversial. Like, I feel apparently like apparently there was some people where else very can you take upset. your tampon out? Apparently someone commented the backseat of her best friend's car and she that's bled everywhere. That's I was like, nasty. That is ew. filthy. Yeah. That's not controversial. Um, I'm going to say it here and I'll say it louder <laughs> for the people in the back. If you are taking your tampon out anywhere except for a bathroom, yeah. you're a disgusting human being and I stand <laughs> with that. I appreciate this. I mean, okay, here's the thing. If you're in the like, woods oh. though on a hike, maybe yes, that's a little different, different story. for yeah. like camping. Yeah. I would never do personally, but if someone else's, that makes sense. Yeah. It was just like a bunch of questions like that. And like, <laughs> have you ever let your nail pol- your toenail polish grow out where the color is gone? And I was like, That's no. gross. I would just take some nail polish remover yeah. and just fix it up. Yeah. But yeah. So it was just a bunch of questions like that. And I was like, I've literally been on this app for a year posting my music stuff. And <laughs> this is what gets 700,000 likes and views and like all this stupid yeah. crap. And I'm like, oh my God. You're like, I'm done. I quit. I give up. I give up. <laughs> All right. So um, I always keep going back to the music, but I just love chatting with you. And I'm, I'm like, I'm loving this conversation. Like Can we be friends copy. after this? Yes, I love it. We'll go grab I some know. wine. I know. <laughs> Say less. Twist my arm. I have like strategically invited people on the podcast that I want to be friends with. And then after the show, that's I'm like, so let's smart. be friends. And now I have so <laughs> many new friends. And I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's I know. The way to do it. I know. Um, all right. So you just played Whiskey Jam, which yeah. we love. And that's how so fun. I met her. Yes. Um, we have Lauren Eliza. Yes. Is our mutual friend. Lauren's going to come on the podcast soon. I actually met She's her. Um, I was doing her makeup. Uh, I'm also a makeup artist. I do that Ooh. on the side. So shameless plug. She's an entrepreneur. Makeup. We're just doing all the things here. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, Lauren came over and I did her makeup and then I was like, she's so cool. I want to be friends with her. Like, <laughs> so now we're friends, which I love. I love it. We love you, Lauren. And we she's going to be coming on the show uh, sometime soon, hopefully, whenever she puts music out. 
Anyways. Um, but yeah, so tell people where they can find you. Is there anything else you want to talk about while we're here? Over the past couple of years, like growing up, because just because I've done music for so long, like country was always at the core and like being when I first started, it was more like country, country, what I was doing. Then as I got older, it was like country pop and I've loved everything that I've put out. But sonically, it kind of just always felt like something was missing, like production wise. Like I feel like lyrically it was matching my energy so to say with like the sass edge of it like even in my sad songs but um I kind of dug into like trying to figure that out or over the holidays Mm -hmm. for my artistry stuff I was like why is this still bothering me and so I realized that like my favorite time performing like a rock band was playing with me like it was a rock band yeah my stuff yeah and I grew up listening to rock and country I love rock I like kind of started to get into the rock scene here, which is so fun. Um, One of my friends, he's in a rock band. And so he like, I started going out with him and he's like introducing me to like this, all these underground places. And I'm like, that's so fun. Wait, this is so badass. I love it. That's (laughs) so fun. Yeah. I'm coming with you next time. You can come on. Just put me in your purse. We'll go. Let's go. Yeah, I'm excited. It feels like finally, like the music that I'm putting out feels super authentic to like me as a person and an artist. And so that's been really fun also being able to go into these like rights and rooms and just know and be so like sure yeah. in that to be able to create something. And then it's just been really fun creating. So yeah, I have a new song coming out soon. Don't have a release date yet. And then or just, title, but we're getting there. Just working, just working on it. We but love yeah, it. That's it. So back to thank you, Jolene. And like yeah. with that, I can totally see that rock, like kind of heavier, like yeah. badass. Also, if you're looking for like a good, like, confidence boost kind of song this is it because it's like love it it's such like bad bitch energy it's like i'm so secure in my man like he's not gonna cheat me cheat on me like i want to watch you try yeah and it's so fun it's such a good like roll down the windows and like just if you need to get hyped up like just blare it in your car it's so good. It's such a good song, too. I love oh, it. I've been you. listening to it nonstop since ah. I heard you played at Whiskey Jam. I was like, thank you. Oh my God, this one's so badass. Oh, <laughs> gosh. The day that I got the demo back for that song, I I remember texting the songwriters that my watch was going off for like, your volume is, your environment is above 90 decibels. This could cause permanent ear <laughs> damage for long term. And yeah. I was like, it's like yeah, thank you, Jolene. <laughs> like, I was just like <laughs> just jumping around into my own song I in the car, that. and so it was so cool. I probably listened to it like thirty times when yeah. I first got the demo back, and I just loved it. And to it coming from a personal experience, like just being able to like, because the person that yeah. it, it's about, like my boyfriend was like, please don't say anything like to her, like. I don't want drama, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You're like, there's no way I'm going to put this song out and there's not going to be drama. I know. So it's like a specific girl. Oh, yes. That we don't like. Yes. And she's been trying to get with your man. Yes. Fuck her. I know, right? I know. So it's it feels so much better, like, ha- just having a song because yeah. I am a very, like, confrontational person. Uh-huh. And so I have no problem, like, saying anything, but out of respect for myself yeah, and knowing that there's no reason for me to like say anything to her because I have nothing to worry about. I just had this song idea and I was like, Hey, you know, if I can get content out of it, there you go. Then I will. I love that. I love that there's like a real story behind it. Cause a lot of times I'll ask people, they're like, Oh yeah. Like I just thought of it. And I'm like, no, you didn't. There's something behind there. But then yeah. some songwriter, like if someone's like a songwriter, I'm like, oh, you can like pull anything out of yeah. your ass. But like more artists, I'm like, no, you have a story there. Let's <laughs> hear it. the tea? Yeah, What's exactly. Tea? Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, this me. is your time. Plug all the things. Tell everyone where they can find you. Emily Brooke on Instagram, Twitter. TikTok is Emily Brooke Music. And so is Facebook. Facebook is Emily Brooke Music. And... Spotify, please follow me on Spotify. Emily Brooke, new stuff there everywhere. So, yes, thanks. We love it. Thank you so much, Emily Brooke, for coming on today. Thanks for having and me. And as always, you can find me on 
Instagram at This Hits Different Podcast. You can find my personal Instagram at Riley Nelson 18, personal TikTok at Riley Nelson 13. One day those will just be Riley Nelson, but we're not there yet. Um, and you can go on my website at thishitsdifferent.com and go ahead and submit your stories, submit who you want to hear me interview next, and all the things. Alrighty, guys. Bye. Today's episode was edited and produced by Aiden McKernan. You can find him on Instagram at Aiden C. McKernan. Um, he will also be linked below in the show notes. The This Hits Different theme song was produced by Zach Jordan. You can find him on Instagram at Zach.jrdn. He will also be linked below in the show notes. Today's episode was written and hosted by me, Riley Nelson. And you can find me on Instagram at RileyNelson18. I know I just said that 10 minutes ago, but here we are. Thank you guys so much for listening.